It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Jay Crawford, Adam the Bull, Garrett Bush, and so many big names, it would take me hours to say all of their names. Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Booyah! Hey, everybody. How you doing? Welcome to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Jason Lloyd is in today on Thursday. Jason, have you lost anything in the last hour? I have not, uh, but give it, give it time. Oh, Bush here as always. Have you lost anything in the last hour? Uh, I don't think so, but this chair is hungry, so it yeah. always eats. I will say twice this week when we were leaving the show, it's like, gee, your phone's here. Yeah, between him and Steve, yeah. yeah, they get me together. That's true, that's true. And uh, I'm Adam the Bull, in case you just met us today. Here we are. We're ready to go. A lot to get to on today's show. Including the elf. The elf won. You double elf today. So that's... I double elfed you today. There you go. Get you some of that double elf. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, the elf is on the field. That's Stan. Yeah, that's Stan. I mean, a lot of people. I are, hate the elf. A lot oh, of people are saying, he loves you. But the dog, lo- the dog so logo kind of sucks too, doesn't <laughs> well, it? Well, the dog logo is so new. You can't really. Plus, I, I, I don't want to infuriate everyone. The Browns are not everyone. great at logos. Let's face it. I don't want to infuriate everyone within yeah. the first minute and a half. But the dog pound died with the old stadium. It did. Like, come on. That's true. Whatever sham they've got now you is lo- not Are you what happy the with the was. elf? Staying. I, I, as long as you put something, I don't like the. It's new an dog. elf. What is so intimidating about an nothing. elf, man? There's nothing like, intimidating. If about you're an elf. playing D and D, elves are very powerful. They're like mm. orcs. Like, would you tell That's them? True. Lord of the Anthony, Rings too. The elves are pretty badass. The elves, elves are badass. They're not playing around but with these, you. This guy doesn't look like a badass elf. He, he looks like he's done something, but he don't know what. Yeah, yeah. He, he's not gonna tell you. They need like a deranged elf on the fe- on the field. If they put the little guy from Game of Thrones on the field, I'll take that. Terry, you Thank want you. Peter Dinklage. I like he's that not guy. an elf. What a great actor. I, but I like that he's guy. Just a little person. Okay, I like that guy. I like I'd rather that. him be on the field right. than the elf. Little yeah, person. Little person. Um, and he's a great actor. Uh, but uh, I'm not a big fan of the new dog logo either, but uh, just people, you know, speaking of pissing people off, you and I are both good at doing that. A <laughs> uh, lot to get to on today's sh- show. We will uh, get into how the practice squad filled itself out, make a couple of interesting moves there. We've come up with mostly Mike and, and the guys behind the scenes. I think I sent him one also. Uh, some fake trades that would make the NFL, which is already exciting, even more exciting this year. So that and a whole lot more that, that we're going to get to today, plus the 32 and 32 continues with our, what, number five guy? Number five. Should we say who it is, or you want to say It's Amari Cooper, number there, five. There you go, Amari Cooper, number, number five. Number two on the field, number five on our list. Yeah. Uh, so let's. there's Mikey. Let's say hello to Mike for the first time today. What's up, guys? Uh, you forgot one important topic today, Bull. This one was something you actually teased up probably three weeks ago we've been saving for the right day. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which Cleveland rookie – is the most hyped and has the best chance to turn into a superstar between DTR, Dewan Jones, and Amani Bates. This is the Garrett Bush special. It, it really is. <laughs> There's a couple topics today that are Garrett Bush does not. I mean, listen, G. Bush is everywhere. He's on national <laughs> yeah. podcasts. G, real quick, before we hop into stuff today, 
What was the reaction to your appearance on the Bill Simmons podcast? Yesterday? Uh, you know, people was first of all, they was like, "What the hell?" Like, I saw that clip with Aaron Goldhammer from. Yeah, ESPN. listen, hey, listen, I break records. Now, I don't know in in the industry there is an unwritten rule that you are not supposed to mention another person's name from another radio station. Which yeah. Which is like, hey, like we, we don't really mention no, people. That's a lame rule that we have on 923 the fans. Oh, okay, maybe they just I, I just had my case <laughs> yes. that they have. Okay. That's now, lame. Now shot well, well, you know, I wasn't I wasn't privy yeah. to all the rules. I yeah. just usually But I just, think all stations operate that way right don't you, you pretend that nobody else exists right, right? you just right? do it like it's, we don't yeah. some stations do it's always been a stupid rule and you know so they he reached out to me earlier in the day yeah uh and uh he said yo i caught you on bill simmons you you was real good man i'm appreciated i don't know if we met but um i like your stuff man really like your energy uh good work right and i said well uh yeah i did uh i did kind of interview uh I did kind of uh, was an intern at K and R from when he was there. Yeah, he was there for 2010. And he didn't remember. No, nah, he didn't remember. Where I was. That's a bad job, Aaron. Bad job out of you, buddy. It was, it's hard to forget G too because he's six four. Right, it's not like he just got big now. Yo, it, but here's the thing. Back then, back then when you was an intern at K and R, man, you had real jobs. Like you, it wasn't no like let's hang around and get donuts. Like yeah. we was. We was in like Rocky River. We was at all these different places. I don't know what I could name every intern I've come across. Yeah, there, there is a lot. Name, of I could not name every intern that I've come across. I would know them by face, though. Oh, I wouldn't. And that's so he's like, so he was like, oh, that's crazy. So he said on there, yeah. man, I definitely, I, I, I didn't remember him. That's crazy. My bad, G. Bush. But um, anyways, it was, it was dope, man. Um, a lot of people reached out, um, said they really liked the interview. Um, and they liked how it was kind of, I, I kind of talked about, the, the climate. I, I told him that you can't really talk about Deshaun Watson without discussing Baker Mayfield, like the Baker saga and how it went. And I don't think a lot of people understood at one point in time, like Baker was not just the, like, you know, Baker bros. We all had fell in love with. We thought we had a quarterback. So, and I kind of detailed that with, with Bill and he, he didn't really know it, obviously, because he's a national dude, but it was a really great conversation. It was it was dope. So if you want to check that out, it's pinned on my um on my Twitter page uh, at gbush91. You can check it out. Really really dope interview, and it's till the end. So shout out to Bill for having there me. There you on. go. That was very cool. And then you were on some other. Po- I mean, you're all, you're all over the place. You were on some local podcast. Yeah, yeah I can't there, even remember what it was. Yeah, yesterday I was on the uh, Cavs. Truly the man of the people. Cavs hoop podcast. See, you can't just. Like, I, you can't be, yeah, listen, I'm a people's champ. People's champ can go on with Bill Simmons or Jason Whitlock or Chris Broussard, but I still got to show the love to the local people. That's right. We talked Cavs for about an hour on the podcast. That's yeah. up there, too. Check it out. Shout, to, shout out to Zach. Yeah. There you go. Mike. Uh, I also want to say thank you to G. He gave me a shout-out on the podcast sure yesterday. Shout out Emerson College. Yeah. Uh, I got so many texts yesterday, G, from people who I haven't talked to in forever being like, Mikey McNuggets, Cleveland, Emerson, it has to be you. Is this you? Yeah, right, right, right. yeah that is me. I'm sorry, guy, G. That's Bush. Funny. So, G, I appreciate that, and uh, it was a fun way. To, and you, you killed it, by the way. You did a phenomenal job. And I have a super chat to read off the top here, and, G, it's for you. This comes from Julian Anthony. He says, yo, make sure G. Bush sees this. Congrats on the appearance with Bill Simmons. Huge fan of the ringer. You're making big moves, man. Love to see it. So, G, Julian, we agree from back here. Everyone in Cleveland agrees. Continued success, and we are we are glad to have you as yeah. a staple. Just know it won't get mentioned. The but, but here's the thing, though. Like Bill, yeah. Bill talks about like he said like before the show. He said, "Man, like I love that thing. I love what y'all doing up there." Like he saw me. 
on this platform. He said, man, a bunch of you guys that like, I love what you guys do. Like the, the way we had the format and the way we talk. So, you know, this, I got recognized for being on here. So it's like, you know, shout out to UCSS. Like we really moving up. It just shows you a lot of national people um, is definitely, and he knew Jason Lloyd too, because he's a big, big hoops guy. So mm -hmm. he's like, oh, I know Jason Lloyd. We talked about LeBron a little bit in there too. So shout out to everybody and shout out to Bill. He's a big Celtics homer for those. I'm sure most people know that. Yeah. He made his, he made his money from being a homer. That's crazy. That's right? true. A lot of people have. <laughs> right. <laughs> Can we start naming names? Uh, nah. Cannot. Nah, nah, let's keep, yeah, let's keep we, it moving. We keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. We got a lot of stuff to get yeah. to. And, and let's start today, Bull, with some of the Browns' moves yesterday. They claimed yeah. a defensive back from the Chiefs. They let go of A.J. Green. They signed three new players to the practice squad. Alex Leatherwood, P.J. Walker, and a kicker from Arizona whose first name is my last name, Lucas Haversick. Oh, I didn't even realize they claimed a, a kicker off. Where they I was did. Like, somehow, I'm not claimed, but signed one to a practice squad. I didn't even, I somehow missed that move. Don't they still have one spot open? They do still have one spot open. They have those three I just named. They brought 12 guys back from the cuts who did not get claimed elsewhere. Right. Cade York was the only guy who had a chance and decided to sign right, elsewhere. Right, he wanted Anthony to go somewhere else, which I don't blame him. If you're Cade York, no. why would you want to stay here? So where do you want to start? You just got cut. Doesn't make any sense. Well, uh, to me, first of all, you mentioned to me before the show that the kid they claimed from the Chiefs, was, uh, what's his name? The DB? <laughs> Can't pronounce his Kalef name. Kalef Helasi is, yeah. I believe, how you pronounce it. That's he's, why I write and don't right. talk. He's more of a man corner as opposed to A.J. Green, who's more of a zone corner. And so that's why the Browns were interested in replacing A.J. Green because the, the Browns are going to run a lot more man this year. Shout out to Tyvis. Tyvis had this right, but, like, yeah. we talked about it. it was right. like, if they have to pick somebody up, who is it going to be? A.J. Green? And he was, oh, yeah, A.J. Green, he, he didn't play very yeah. well. It looked like he was injured a little bit. So Tyvis called this one He's out gone. yesterday. I do think the P.J. Walker move also, Jason, is interesting because even though DTR is the backup quarterback and – you know, not that P I'm thinking of anything special with P.J. Walker, but at least he's a guy who's played in the league a little bit. Yeah, he's an upgrade over Kellen Mond, right? Yeah, like, yeah I yeah. think that's what you're going for there. Obviously, you're carrying a rookie as your backup quarterback. Yeah. P.J.'s got a little bit more experience, so if something does happen to Deshaun where he goes down, you do have someone, a veteran who knows the league a little bit. Obviously, DTR would step in as the starter at that point. Right. But then, I don't know if you want two really young green guys back there. Right. If this works the way they think and DTR is the backup for the future – you don't really need another really young, inexperienced quarterback. So it makes right. sense. I understand why they do it. I don't know if P.J. Walker's any good, you know, necessarily. If you're looking right. for him to save your season, you're probably no. sunk. But I understand why you'd make that move. And Kellen Mond should have known the first time he got released. Yeah. His time here is probably going to be brief. Yeah, as far as I've seen, I haven't really looked this morning. I don't think anybody else has picked up now, uh, Mond, right? Has Kellen not Mond? been picked no. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A uh, couple of other notes that are interesting. Alex Leatherwood was a first-round pick. Yeah. Now, he's been a, he was a total bust. It wasn't even like, oh, one good year, one bad. No, he's had no good years. He's been a, an abomination. Like, he's been horrible. As bad as you could be. However, I'll say this. Again, it's a long shot. Nobody's expecting him to do anything. You got probably the best O-line coach in the league. Now, that hasn't helped Jedrick Wills that much. And this is a practice squad edition, so there's really no, there's zero risk. Obviously, there's some potential upside with this guy. He was drafted in the first round. You'd think there'd be it. So, uh, you know, it seems like an interesting move. It'll probably never kick, matter. No, but, but bring him in and kick the tires. Yeah, what? A, what See if there's anything let there. Let Bill Callahan 
Take a look at him yeah. and see if there's anything. Can be is, done there, with him. is there any way we can sign him to a lifetime deal? Like, is there like, can we just be like, look, even if Stefanski gets fired, <laughs> Bill Callahan, I would think so. Is the offensive line coach for the rest of the time he until he's yeah, I mean, dead. Bill Callahan's old enough at this point. He's probably not looking for another head coaching no, job. No, he's I don't see any reason why they they and they probably pay him well for a position coach. I don't see any reason why he wouldn't just stay here to the rest of his career. I would think, you know. I mean, but who he, knows? He, it depends. It depends on the head coach. Depends on those yeah. relationships. The head coach may have somebody he likes and want. You just so never one know. thing I would say though is the his son is the Bengals OC, and you wonder if his son eventually gets a head coaching job. Would if he, he would go, go with him? Sure. Yeah. You know. Go ahead, Two Mike. things real quick on Leatherwood. When Jed Wills was at Alabama playing right tackle, do you know who the Crimson Tide's left tackle was? Leatherwood. Alex Leatherwood. Isn't it interesting that the, the you know those great Alabama that, that, that both tackles from that team are I, I Jed Wills, I'm not gonna say is a bust. Yeah, I am telling but he's you. Not I, been and, very and good. speaking of Jed Wills, real, real, real quick, the yeah. Browns also restructured his contract this morning to save about a million and a half dollars. Yeah. They've just restructured now like five contracts deal, here. Just want to mention it. Go ahead. You want to defend Jed Wills? I just Jed Wills? I think I think we're piling on a little bit onto Jed Wills. I don't think he's as bad as what we've made him out to be. He's not elite. But the, the way that he gets talked about here, it's like he's a bust and a terrible player. And well, Jason, I, I don't he was think drafted that's the case. in the first round. He's been a subpar player. He's, he's not average. awful. He's average. Is he, though? Yes, I think he's average. Well, what are we basing that on? I mean, he's not getting guys killed. Um, he's not getting guys killed. Um, I don't know. He's not. I don't think he's as bad. To me, he's a below, like, he's, he's a below average to average. Now, if he picked up his, if he would pick up his effort, I, he would be fine. It's just in plays where he just don't. That's what's infuriating. That, that, that's what gets it's you those a three bit. or four plays right. <laughs> where you're like, what is he doing? Yeah. He's not even moving, and that's what infuriates and, you. And that's what kind of. It, it, and I think that's what stains the view of him. Yeah. Or alters the view of him. Ultimately, I don't think he's nearly as bad as we make him out to be. I think you he's want to sign him to a big tackle. extension. It depends on what else is out there. Yeah. I, there's just it's such a hard position to fill. I don't. I just. I think he's average. He. It's not his fault. He was picked where he was. Like you expect more out of him for yeah. sure. Yeah. But that's it, not what he is. I think he's an average left tackle. You can do a lot worse. You can have a lot worse over there than what they have. I don't know. Um, I. 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 I'd wager that I could get me. I want to play like next year. I'm. I'm working. I'm working Dewan Jones out the whole year. Like, listen, you're gonna be working left tackle. Because here's the thing. If you're going to pay him, he's going to be a free agent. Um, what type of money is he going to be commanding? That's a left tackle. That's a premium position. And, you know, he's a top. He's a first-round pick. So, like, are you going to give him $19, 20000000 million a year? I don't see how you can. Plus, you're spending a lot of money on both guard spots and right tackle right now. So yep. you would probably have to move one of the guards to sign Jed Wills, and I just don't think. Yeah, well, we'll see. That's another story for another day. We'll get to that later. Uh, anything else? Um, one note, I believe Demetric Felton is going to sign with the Bengals practice squad today. You, you wonder if the Bengals, if, the, if they're just doing that to, for intel. I don't know if teams really no, do that. They don't care about the Browns. Yeah, fair enough. They don't. No. No. Yeah. Even if they knew what they were running. Like, who, stop, stop it. And the Bengals kept four running backs on their active roster. So, he'd be their fifth. Fifth run. I don't think they have But it's the team. return game, I think, that is appealing to teams. The fact that he can return. And he can play a yeah, little maybe. receiver. And he can catch the ball. He's yeah, versatile. He just doesn't. He just doesn't. I can't imagine he's ever getting on the active roster. Unless they have a lot of injuries. Injuries, yeah. yeah. But 
I, I guess you never know. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, two things on the practice squad I want to ask you about, then we can move on because we have some other pressing topics to get to. Uh, first and foremost, we talked a little bit about it yesterday, both towards the end of the show, but Jason wasn't here and Gina didn't get a chance to chime in. But 12 players they brought back, Cleveland brought back, went unclaimed by their teams, no waiver wire requests for Austin Watkins, among others. Are you surprised none of the guys got picked up? No. Well, Bull predicted it. I said nobody would claim Austin Watkins. And I said that nobody would claim Cade York, and, and they didn't. Uh, there weren't that many players claimed. 23 in total. That's not a lot. I mean, how many players were on waivers? 500? Yeah. Yeah, like 40 times Probably an, yeah. You know, not some of them are veterans, so they don't go on waivers, but hundreds and hundreds of players and only 20. So there were two guys. One guy got claimed by four teams, and one guy got claimed by three teams. I never heard of either guy. But, no, I, I don't – like, Austin Watkins – if he were a rookie and he did what he did in preseason, maybe there would have been some more interest. I mean, but he's been they, around the league. They a while. signed him like forty-five minutes before their first. I know practice. he so, was available for everybody. I know. I, I just don't think. Yeah, and the rest of the guys, I didn't. I I didn't think Cade York was ultimately going to claim, which he didn't, because after what he how he played the back half last year and what he, all the problems he had this season, I didn't think any team wanted to start the season with him as a kicker. Now. I, I, obviously, I thought teams would be interested for him in the practice squad yeah. because there remains potential. And I'm not surprised that Cade York went somewhere else. If no. I were Cade York, I, I would have gone yeah, somewhere I, else too. And, and you don't you – listen, now, uh, Hopkins said, look, this is one of the, the most toughest places to kick. He said, this place is – like, let's be clear. This yeah. is not an easy place to kick. And no kicker, I think, would choose. And you say, hey, where, where do you want to go kick at? I don't think they're, they're beating down the doors. No, no way. And so he's like, listen, I, I thought that was telling because he kind of gave Kate York a little bit of a nod. Like, yeah, hey, I bro, I kind of know what you're up against. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm not going to come in here and act like this is going to be easy. September 24th, Tennessee at Cleveland. Is Kate York the Titans kicker? Who is the Titans? September just 24th. traded for Nick Folk. Like, just traded yeah. for Nick yeah. Folk two days ago. This is an open competition. So, so it's, yeah, I mean. It's an open competition. If Nick Folk is the kicker now. Cade York easily could be the tightest but kicker if by Nick September Folk 24th. if sucks, then Cade York's going to get a shot. Back in Cleveland on September 24th. <laughs> all it takes is him to hit a Lining up for a game winner that in was, Cleveland on September 24th. All it takes is Cade York to be lining up for and he kick a 62, 63-yard field goal in practice, and they go right down the middle. They'll be coronaries they're gonna, all they, the They're going to be like, oh, my goodness. Can you imagine him going down the dog pound doing the chomp? <laughs> oh, like he did you know he will. <laughs> he's, a talk, he's a talk crap type oh, of guy. Yeah. No, no doubt about oh, it. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yes, Mike. One last thing I want to point out, yeah. and then we'll move on to Joe Burrow and the week one game for the Browns, but there's only 16 practice squad spots. Not many teams. That's quite a few. Yeah, you have two kickers. The fact that the Browns added a kicker to their practice squad, and I'm just asking, I'm not saying I even think this. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, Look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 
Think they have some doubts about Dustin Hopkins? Of How course. Do you, of course you do. Yeah. How could you not? He has lost his job twice in the last three years. Yeah. Of course he And it's Cleveland. Like, yeah. he may get out here and lose all his confidence week one. Honestly, though, I think it's a waste to have a kicker on the practice squad. Look, and that's why I asked, because it is a Because you could just pick a guy a up spot. anyway. No, I want him at the stadium. <laughs> Kicking. Yeah, just, I, it is a young guy, it. I guess. Where did this guy come from? He played at Arizona. I don't know. I still don't understand why Robbie Gould doesn't have, is not on the team, but there must be something there that I yeah we don't know yeah. about. I, I don't know what the hell's happening. I, I, I like that. I like Maybe that. Jay could ask him. Apparently, Jay and him are boys. Yeah, that's now, crazy. Jay never told us how they... Never. Yeah, I meant yeah. to ask him. And he knows Feely, too, don't he? He knows everybody. Jay knows well, he worked with Feely and covered Feely in Tampa, but... yeah. I don't think he was ever in Chicago or San Francisco when Jay Feely was there. You know, you know, Jay, we met him at, at one of them dinner circuits. Jay, Jay got, yeah, yeah, he he's be doing fun raiders. fancy people, you know. <laughs> he got black tie event in, in, in Wichita. The kicker the Brown sign, by the way, Lucas Harvisic. Yeah. According to ESPN, has never kicked a real field goal in the NFL. Okay, yeah. well, get, get you get at the stadium, start kicking. There you well, go, that's man. why you add him to the practice squad. Yeah. So He'll get be him the, in the next building. kicker. Who knows? Yeah. All right, Mike, let's let's switch things up here. Well, you got a read to do? I do have a read to do, yeah. and then we will talk about Bulls' number one love, Joe Burrow. If you have not already hit the like button and the subscribe button for the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, I highly encourage you guys to do so. We really appreciate it. It helps us beyond what you can imagine, the YouTube algorithms. And I can't give you all the exact numbers, but this month has been a spectacular month Monster. for Our the biggest UCS month squad. Ever. Of the Ultimate Cleveland ever. Sports Show. And it's because, and it's because of, you of you guys. Fans. It's you guys who help make this possible. And to help us out even more, just click that like button, hit that subscribe button. It's completely free. And I cannot emphasize enough how much it helps us on the back end in terms of the YouTube algorithms and putting our videos in front of new audiences. And it's because of you that we keep doing this cool stuff. We have a major announcement next week that I cannot wait to share with you guys. And from the bottom of my heart, from the bottom of Anthony's heart, from the top of Director Steve's head, from Earl's bedroom, where yeah. he's recovering from an illness Jay's right now. Jay's sick, Earl's sick. It's, you know. From all of us, yeah. we love you guys, seriously. We, yeah, we you may do, hate us sometimes, but we do really love you. Like we said, like Mike said, I'll reiterate, it's been a, been a record-breaking month for the show. We appreciate that. Mike alluded to a big announcement coming next week. Uh, I thought we would do it tomorrow, but apparently it's not till next week. I just got to get, maybe tomorrow, I just got to get maybe the I, I'm not positive. I'm, I'm, we're all really excited to tell everybody about this announcement, but... We'll leave it there for now. Sorry, we just got to tease you with that. Even my cold, dead heart is excited. Yeah, look, yeah, look at that. Look at, the slight, look at the slight grin. I've been dead inside for 13 years. At least. And I'm excited least, about yeah. what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is really exciting news, which we will get to uh, whatever. Okay, but for now, Mike. But for now, what Bull's excited about is this tag board I'm about to take. Yeah. Uh, Steve, please take tag board full. Bull, you want to explain what this means? So that... <laughs> Joe Burrow put out an Instagram post yesterday with a way-too-tight LeBron jersey, and you can see on the bottom it says, he's back. Yeah. Uh, Burrow, we talked about this yesterday, guys. Uh, that was the biggest story yesterday for week one, Browns-Bengals, was would Joe Burrow practice yesterday? He did practice. The media, now that it's regular season practice, the media only gets to see 30 minutes. But I was texting with James Rapine, uh, both before practice or after the first 30 minutes that he got to see. And then I texted with him and saw some of the other media members saying, because they were talking, apparently the players didn't even realize this was happening because, or, or unless they're lying, I don't know. But T Higgins um, and, and Jamar Chase made it seem like they were completely shocked that, that he that, came out. Yeah. Like they weren't, 
you know, they might not be on, you know, who knows. But um, anyway, the point is he did practice, supposedly looked fine. I saw uh, his leg, he didn't have a sleeve on it. So I thought that was interesting. So there was no, nothing there. Now, when you have a soft, you know, an injury like a calf or, an, or a, a hamstring or a quad, whatever, you're, you're, there's always a concern mm-hmm. that you can re-injure it, especially because a lot of times with those type of injuries, like the one he has, sometimes you feel 100%, and then maybe you go full bore in, in the first mm-hmm. game, and it happens again, and then it's a disaster. But for now, as far as we know, Joe Burrow is fully healthy and is going to play when the Browns and the Bengals play the first game of the season for them uh, 10 days from now. The season actually opens one week from today mm. when the Chiefs play the Lions. Can't wait for that. But this this is the last weekend without football, guys. Uh, the Brown, the, when, this, when the line first came out on this game, you know, back in July or whatever it was, maybe June, the Bengals were a three-point favorite. It went down to one and a half with the uncertainty with Burrow, but because it only went down to the Bengals favored by one and a half, Vegas assumed the whole time that Burrow was going to play. Otherwise, the Browns would have become favorites. The Bengals, as of this morning, were still a two and a half point favorite in Cleveland. If, if, if Joe Burrow didn't play, the Bengals' starting quarterback would be Jake Browning, who I don't think has ever taken an NFL snap. Can you double-check that, Mike? Jake Browning, NFL snap. Yeah, I don't think he's ever taken an NFL snap, but I could be wrong. Um, the, I, I would think the Browns would be favored by at least a field goal, if not more, may, probably more. The difference between Burrow and Browning has got to be worth a touchdown, if not more. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, obviously, it's a totally different game now that we know for sure that Joe Burrow's playing. Well, your first reaction to this, Gene Bush, when you say um, are you is there a little part of you that's happy because you want to beat the best to be the best? Or are you like, well, this sucks because without him, we had a much – not that the Browns can't win. It's a toss-up game. But, uh, obviously, the Browns' chances of winning are significantly higher – with Jake Browning. Well, I might not even be saying his name right. I don't even remember. He has never played an NFL yeah, snap. It is Jake correct. Browning, right? Jake Browning, correct. Yeah, yeah. He's never played a, t- played a game. In the well, here, here's the thing that I, I want to do. Like, yeah. if, you're, if you're the Browns, um, you know, you get confidence by doing what? Beating people who are guys that are, are, are somebody in this league. You know, we just sat here and said for the whole preseason – Oh, that doesn't count because they're third stringers. Or that doesn't count because of this. That doesn't count because of that. You know what I'm saying? You, oh, you've discounted things for, like, the, the whole summer. So now you get an opportunity to come in first game of the year mm-hmm. against a top-flight quarterback that's coming into your house where you're trying to establish who you are as a team. So, yeah, like, I, I want to get some clout off Joe Burrow. I want to get some stripes off him. Because if you win that game, now the, now the narrative is what? What, what what are you gonna say? They came in here and they lost. So as a defense um, and, and as a team, I would rather come in here. If Joe doesn't play, I'm sorry he didn't play. He tried to, whatever the case. I'm gonna still take that win. But when you talk about confidence building and different things like that, I like the fact that it's a Joe Burrow, and I want to see what the adjustment is. So the adjustment to me is as I go back home and I watched how he got hurt, him rolling out and running is a underrated part of Joe Burrow's game. A very underrated part of what Joe Burrow can do is extending plays, running for first downs, different things like that. If I'm Jim Schwartz, I'm looking at this like, okay, well, I'm going to unleash Miles Garrett. I'm going to unleash Darius Smith. We're going to make him move off his spot. 
We're going to make him climb the pocket. We're going to make him roll out. We're going to get some pressures at this place or that place to make sure that he has to put that foot down and plant and explode to get out of harm's way. So now I'm looking at the chess match a little bit because, you know, to me, the Browns need to come in. If they can stop the run with Joe Mixon, if they can get him to move off his point a little bit and get him running, I think that they, they might there might be something in the back of his mind and am I healthy enough to really do that for game one. So that's that's my game plan, and I'm excited about the challenge. Jason, uh, the Browns don't play the Eagles this year in the regular season. They don't play the Bills. They don't play the Chiefs. So any any, any other quarterback you were going to argue better than Joe Burrow. So yeah. there's no argument. Patrick Mahomes is the best. But the other guys that may be in the debate – Joe Burrow's the best quarterback you're going to face this year. Yep. And you're facing him in week one. You like that? No, I wanted him out. <laughs> you're trying to get to 10 wins, right? Like, you need 10 wins uh, minimum. Maybe 11. But I, I'm yeah. counting to 10. You, yeah. You're not getting in with less than 10. Count wins at this point. I, mm-hmm. It was funny. I remember there was, like, conspiracy theory. Not conspiracy, but just, like, people, when the, when the Warriors were going on their runs and people were saying, like, yeah. they're the luckiest team. Like, look at who they played in the playoffs, and this team right. was without that, and that team was without that, and da-da-da. Hey, man, they still sizing them rings. They still get them rings. Like, injuries are part of the game. Yeah. You still count the wins. Just count the wins. So, no, I wanted Joe Burrow. I was hoping the Bengals would sit him for week one and think, hey, we got a lot to play for here. We got a lot more than just week one. Let's sit him an extra week. Obviously, that's not the case. Now he's going to play. But, no, if I'm a Browns fan, I don't want to see him out there. I'm just trying to get to 10 wins, no matter what it takes, however you do it. And no Joe Burrow makes it a lot easier to start 1-0. This franchise has won what? Two openers now? I think last year was the second win since yes. they came back. And a tie. Two wins and a tie. Two wins and a tie in 20-some. Like, just get the win. So, And that's not to say they can't beat Burrow, obviously, at home in week one. But it's a lot easier without him. So, no, I don't want to see him. No. Now Give that, me the win. That being said, with the Browns in a year with everything on the line and with a lot to prove, mm-hmm. right? We've talked about the talent a lot. But the Browns have proven. This Browns team has mm-hmm. not shown you anything. Yet, they haven't had an opportunity. Right. And they didn't do anything last year. So, obviously, they have a better chance to win without Burrow. However, when the game's over, if the Browns win against Jake Browning... Don't care. No, no, I get it. I agreed. <laughs> I agree. 1-0 is 1-0. But, if they win against Burrow, you're going to feel much better about the team than you would against beating What's, Jake Browning. I'm going to do my best Shannon Sharp. It don't matter. Like, no, it doesn't Don't matter. care. You got 16 games after the first one. my point. No, I'm not. You got 16 games after the first one to prove whatever it is you want to prove to have, whatever yeah. kind of measuring contest you want to have. Start 1-0. Start I the agree. season off right. I get it. At any, whatever it takes. I'm not saying that you should want Burrow to play for that reason. Yeah. I'm saying if he does play and the Browns win, well, I shouldn't say if he does play. He's playing. Yeah. And the Browns win. You're going to be flying off that. Are you 2-0 yeah. if he plays? Yeah. Does it count as two wins or one I, win? I, th- I think I think as a defense, what happens is you see those guys and Joe Burrow's been playing at the last part. Of it. Any, any teams that's playing when it's still January out, you get a little boost from that. Now, you can't go out and win the next game because of that, but you can say, look, we got Kitty Pickett this week. That ain't Joe Burrow. They got pickings over there. That's not Jamar Chase. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. they, Deontay Johnson is not T. Higgins. So they go into <coughs> that game, and now on a short week, it gives you a boost, right? Because it's going to be on Monday Night Football. It's yeah. a short week in front of national uh, audience. If you can w- win that game against Joe Burrow, it gets you up a little bit more and be like, okay, let's go out and get you. Don't matter. It, it don't matter. I get it. I get what you're saying. 
But as a fan, you're going to feel better beating Joe Burrow than you would Let me you tell you, Browns Ray. fans will feel just fine. Yes. You'll feel oh. great either way, but you'll feel greater beating Joe Burrow. All right. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. What were you going to say? <laughs> say it. I can't remember. Say it with your chest, Bull. It's something to do with that win. Oh, you're going to be. If they, you're gonna be oh, the, I know what I was going to say. If now, with knowing that Burrow's playing, now we turn to, to Denzel Ward. Okay. Because I, I'm expecting Denzel Ward to be back from a concussion, but you never know, right? You never, it's, you it's never like, know. It's not like a, a, a muscle injury because you don't know how people can react to concussions. But with Burrow playing, it's a much bigger deal. The Browns need Denzel Ward. You want all hands on deck when you face that offense. Right. And Denzel Ward now, because the focus was, you know, from not from a Browns perspective, but maybe, but the focus nationally on this game in terms of injuries was on Burrow. Well, now it's not. Now it's on Ward. Because the difference between having two solid corners and three is a big deal when you're playing a team like the Bengals. Mm -hmm. So how concerned are you about Denzel Ward right now? Um, I'm not because he got – the game was on what, Saturday or Sunday? The Chiefs. Saturday. Uh, Sunday. It was on, so on, two on, weeks. No, the game was no, Saturday. Saturday. Chiefs was game Saturday. was Saturday. My bad. You were so, right. Bad got job out of you, Bull. So you got two weeks – with no contact, two yeah. weeks to get back ramped up where you, you're working out running without any headaches or symptoms. They're not going to be hitting anybody. Um, and this just goes to show you, if this game was against the Tennessee Titans, you might see a guy like uh, Denzel Ward be like, mm, who y'all got out there who I'm covering? You got to, you, who am I covering again? Traylon Burks. Traylon Burks. No, I'm cool. Let go. D, a, a G New and uh, uh, let me let me deal with them. MJ Emerson and shut him down. That's light. But you know you coming out there and it's the Bengals. They've been talking trash with the Bengals two three years about who shut down who, who right. better than who. And now when you got a guy like Jamar Chase out there who who you're asking to to shut down. Now that's more of incentive. Now it's like, look, we need you out here because it's Jamar Chase. That's a challenge. And you don't want to be seen as a person that's like ducking away or shying away. You get that, you get a new invigorated sense of urgency. And guess what? It's Joe Burrow and the, the Bengals. Yes, he'll be ready because he knows what type of time we're in. That's the great advantage of playing primetime opponents early in the season. Mike, have we had an update on Denzel Ward? Has there been any update on him in the last 24 hours or so? I have not seen any update on Denzel Ward. The latest no, that I've yeah. read is he's still in concussion protocol. Yeah. And they're going to proceed with caution. Yeah, Jason, I was, it's I was, hard uh, to predict, Jason. What, what I you, was at practice yesterday. And, oh, you were? Yeah, and Kevin said, like, no update, still in protocol. Yeah. He was asked, is there, it, when, when you have the number of concussions that Denzel's had, does the protocol change at all? And no, to the best of everyone's knowledge, it's still the same. Like, there's no additional testing or anything. I mean, with concussions, I mentioned it in passing the other day, but, like, you're a baseball guy. Justin Marneau's career was basically ended by concussions. And one bad concussion cost him, like, three months, four months. Yeah. So, until – you kind of assume he'll be back. Right. But it's by no means a guarantee. Like, all these are different. Every Everything is – Right. Every concussion is sort of its own in terms of recovery and timeline, and we just don't know. So you would hope that he'd be back. But, man, you start getting up in the type of numbers where he's at with these, I don't think anything's a guarantee at this point. Did you sense any vibe being no. there? Nothing no. on him? No. I mean, he's the only player where – there's nobody else nicked up right now, is there? Well, I mean, you know, obviously Taki Taki and Anthony Walker haven't played much, but they're supposed to be ready to go. Yeah. As far as we know. 
So, I mean, the Browns come into this. Walker was in pads yesterday. I saw him yeah. coming off the field. I didn't yeah. see Taki Taki, but okay. that, didn't, that didn't mean anything. The Browns are in good shape health-wise. I mean, yeah. again, we, it's unknown reward because it is a concussion you don't know. I think we're all going to assume he's going to play until we see him not play. But the Browns got through this training camp slash preseason in, in, Relatively good, in healthy. good shape here. Yeah. And, and uh, there's no doubt that that's a good sign. But Is there, is there any relative... You know, we, we did get through it, but yeah. Do you do you are you concerned about any relative rust, especially defensively? Uh, no Delpit all all training camp, uh, no Miles Garrett all training camp, uh, pretty much no no Greg Newsom, pretty much no Denzel, MJ Emerson played the most. Yeah, are, are you kind of concerned I, with especially your two linebackers too? I think it's fair to say that. On the other hand, I could say the same thing. I, Joe Burrow didn't play in the preseason. Yep. You know, Chase and, and Higgins didn't play in the preseason. Yep. I don't know if Joe Mixon did. I don't think he did either. I, yeah. You know, so they, most of the, their line played some, but for the most part, their Bengals didn't start as, on offense, didn't play much at all. Even, so, even, even you know, yeah. they'll have to both work it out. Right, exactly. Week one is always wonky yeah. in yeah. the NFL. Like it's, it's the hardest week to predict There's games. more variables in week one than yeah. any other, I think, because sort of what we're talking about here with – Rust and guys really coming in for the first time, yeah. and, and there are some kinks to work out. So you know, what's funny is week one is really the hardest week to predict in the NFL. It is, and yet people overreact to week one as if that's what the team is all the time. Well, that's the only thing you have to go off. True, I mean, we all do it. Yeah, uh, but but it, it is interesting, Mike. I have a read real quick, and I have a poll that I think is going to shock you guys. But first, whenever we ask the YouTube chat a question, it's brought to us. By our dear friends at PCC Airfoils. If you're looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits, well, PCC Airfoils is the leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Airfoils in Eastlake, Menor, Wycliffe, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and a signing bonus. You can apply online at precast.com slash careers to learn more. PCC is the OG of... Uh... Ultimate Cleveland of Sports the UCSS Show advertising. We love sponsorship them. Yeah. routine uh, catalog. Excuse me. We have over 400 votes in this poll. I put it up as G. Bush said it earlier. Simple question: Do you want to play against Joe Burrow in Week One? Do you want him to play? Before I tell you the answer, what do you think the chat said? It's impossible to know what the chat said. 85 percent said no. I think I think so. No, 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 no. Our f- I go ahead. 76 say yeah. I'd say very high say yeah because our fans are very confident right now. Yeah, I would say to the point I would say yes wins. And I'm going to say 83 wins. Uh, 83 yes on Burrow. We all say yes on Burrow. Okay, so maybe you can predict the chat. 79% of 322 votes say yes, they want to play Joe Burrow. Y'all are crazy. And and one comment in particular. (laughs) We want the smoke. Okay. We're ready for Burrow. Okay, but they like you know what we've we've been telling them right. How many times do we say we've been referencing the quarterback show right? And what did Patrick Mahomes say? Yeah, you know it's a better matchup if 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 Trevor Simeon or Browning play. Yeah, but we want Joe Burrow. Yeah, but we want Joe, like yeah. like so if they're like they're, 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 they're doing a little virtual signaling like if you think Patrick Mahomes was cool for saying that. How, how are we going to not have the same sort of standard? There you go. We want the smoke in Joe Burrow, too, if we want to go to the playoffs. But there is a, there is a small part of your mind that says, is that, a, is that wise calling out Joe Burrow? 
I think if he wasn't hurt, I still think people think he's not going to be a hundred percent. So if he was a hundred percent, maybe the, the points are a little. No, low. our fans are very confident right now. So I get it. It's week one. Yeah. Every fan base in the league is confident right now, but All right. there's a dollar on the ground. Pick it up, baby. Pick it up. <laughs> All right, speaking of competition in the AFC, Mike, we're going to switch gears and go to that next. We are. And you know what? I'm not even going to do a fast read because we have big numbers. We just did one. But before we go on, Bull, this is not a fashion. This is for the people. This is for everybody out there. Yeah. The chat wants you to do something for them, Bull. Yeah, what? Chat wants to know, do you love the chat? I love the chat. (laughs) I love all you guys. I bust your balls because that's how I show my love. That's what I do with Anthony. That's what I do with Earl. That's what I do with Mike. That's what I do with all these guys. That's how I show my love is bust some balls. So I love everybody in the chat. Uh, even the ones who say I'm horrible, should be fired, hate me, I'm fat, uh, want me to die of a heart attack. I no love one, who said that? I'll go fight them. Uh, <laughs> I'll go fight them. Nobody said that recently, but there was actually a Jets fan once that I picked the Jets to lose when I was working in New York, who said, I hope you have a heart attack and die. That's crazy. That's <laughs> I wild. had the first death threat I ever got on Twitter framed in my bedroom. That's wow. wild. That's wild. I, forgot to, I, I mentioned it before. I'll bring it in. Yeah, I forgot to tell I like you. That. Yeah, I forgot to bring it in. All right. Uh, it was my no joke, and then we'll get on to the next topic. My first death threat was the I made it moment of my career. Oh, yeah. Once you I, get that first death threat, that's no doubt. Yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm serious. Yeah. I have it framed. I'll bring it in. Uh, my, yeah. I had a – I'm not going to say who. I had yeah. a prominent Cleveland – sports figure someone emailed him or tweeted at him or something yeah. and said i hope i'm the one who can unplug your son's ventilator and you watch him die true story how's that for messed up and dark oh my god yeah yeah that's messed all right let's that get to the next time I, I don't even that want is, to think that about that different. jason I how many people you? watching right at this moment right now 1868 1868. We've been shattering records this week. That's not it. We're getting, you know, we got to shatter the, the new records we've set this week. We need a few hundred more people to get in there. So tell your friends, tell your cousins, tell your mom, get them all in here. And we appreciate everybody in the chat. All right, let's get to this. The competition in the AFC is tough. We've talked a lot about the other AFC North teams. But Mike, today we're talking about the other teams in the AFC that the Browns might have to potentially battle with, maybe as a wild card or certainly if they make the playoffs in the playoffs. Yeah, so how we're going to do this is I'm going to give you guys a team, and these are not the AFC North teams. Bull just mentioned we've done a lot of AFC North preview. We'll do our official picks next week, but this is just to get a little feeler out there for how we look at the competitiveness of the AFC. And Jason alluded to something in our pre-show meeting, and Jason, you never sent me that Ah! link. So I'm going to ask you to mention the projected win totals based on this simulation, and you can explain that. But let's start with the team – who is the defending Super Bowl champions. The yes. Kansas City Chiefs, probably the biggest threat in the AFC, the undisputed kings There's of the no conference. probably about it. The undisputed kings, so someone knocks them off. Yeah. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Chiefs entering this season? Are they as good, better, worse than last year? Uh, do they still have Patrick Mahomes? I do believe they still yeah, have Patrick Mahomes. At worst, they're just as good. Because as long as they have him, they're going to be the favorites to win the Super Bowl pretty much every year. Uh, I've never seen anything like it. I think if he stays healthy, he's going to be the greatest football player that's ever lived. And we and the greatest football player that ever lived just retired yeah. in Tom Brady. I'm, there's no doubt in my mind that Patrick Mahomes will be the best player ever. I've never seen anybody this good this quick. I don't think anybody's been close. Maybe Dan Marino was close this quick. 
But uh, so as long as he's there, they're fine. I mean, what have they lost? They lost their starting. Le- they lost one of their starting offensive linemen to the Bengals. They lost one of their starting safeties to the Browns. Uh, did they lose anything else? Chris Jones is holding out. I do have a proposed trade from a fan on Chris Jones. If you want to hear that, real quick. Go ahead. This is from Professor Chaos. Uh, by the way, we have two super chats. We'll get back to the Chiefs. Did you Will mention Strong this said, one yesterday? No, it's a new one, a different one. Oh, okay. Uh, but Will Strong said Joe Burrow hasn't played anything against Cleveland yet. Uh, we'll get to this trade offer. This is from Professor Chaos. Do you think the Chiefs would accept Denzel Ward a second and a fifth for Chris Jones? No. No. Okay. No. I just want to throw – we're talking about Chris Jones. Figure we no. throw it out there. The, no. uh, the Denzel G- contract's going to become – problematic with these concussions yes it's not going to be Jason? good very well go ahead mike how do you guys feel about the chiefs um, i think they're good <laughs> i mean what's there to say it's <laughs> still proven otherwise they're the best team in football it's the chiefs yeah. like like that's like you 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 put them at the top of the food chain in the afc and, and it, they're great they have the coach they have the quarterback they got the receiver They'll fig- they should figure out the Chris Jones thing. They got a dominant defensive lineman. Yeah. Uh, and they always find a, a running back. Isaiah Pacheco. I thought he was good last I year. I thought he was great last Seventh year. Seventh round pick. Seventh round pick. Yeah. And here's the thing that I like about the Chiefs that, that other teams don't have. They've been relatively together so much that in September, when other teams are kind of figuring out because you ain't playing nobody the preseason, the Kansas City Chiefs are already on week one, ready to go. Ready to, everybody's on the same page. And, and one of the biggest advantages that they have is they actually write it down, make it clear that their goal is to get home field advantage. That's what they want. They live off that. Now, look, I would love to see the Kansas City Chiefs have to play three games to get to the Super Bowl. Would love it. But they come out, they get the first round by, and now you got to go to the arrowhead. I think other teams should, should have that same type of energy. And if they did... I think it would put the Kansas City Chiefs in a, in a precarious situation and having to play on the road and having to play because you, you got attrition that can happen with that. So for me, I think they're very smart about that and they go for it every year. And basically, if they get home field advantage, I mean, they're almost unbeatable. Yeah. They've shown that. Jason, any final thoughts on the Chiefs or should we move on to the next team? They're really good. Move yeah. on to the next team. Next I'm, trying team. To, I'm trying to send something to Mikey in real yeah. time really quickly. Go ahead, Mike. Jason told me beforehand, I yeah. meant to say that last night, I forgot. And in our pre-show meeting, Jason goes, I'm going to send it to you right now. It is 11.45. It's ADD, man. I, I, I legitimately one guy's have, simulations. I, have, I legitimately have ADD. I don't Go know ahead, what you Mike. want from Who's me. Who's the next team? Okay, next up, a team that Jason told us in this simulation. Uh, by the way, the Chiefs in the simulation Jason's referring to that he's yet to send to me that I will put in the show <laughs> once I get it. The Chiefs had the highest projection of the yeah. one. I mean, I can't send you the article because you don't subscribe to The Athletic. So you can't see the That's article. By the way, true. I'm curious. So last year, obviously the Chiefs beat the Bengals in the AFC Championship game, right? Mm-hmm. And yet I rooted for the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Is that crazy? No, the, no. If the Chiefs had beaten the Browns in the AFC Championship game, would you have rooted for the Chiefs? I just love Patrick Mahomes. It depends on who they're playing. It's almost worse if the team that beat you loses yeah. because you're haunted that, like, well, we could have won that. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. So it's better that the team that beat right. you won the whole thing. And that's uh, happened to the Bengals so, two years in a row. Yeah. And I've, I watch. I just, you know, I watch this, the game different. Like, I just watch it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I could I could point out somebody made a good play or swing or momentum or whatever. Good catch, by the way. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> but yeah, they are. Uh, yeah, they definitely. I, I don't have a problem rooting <coughs> for anybody. I don't wouldn't say I'm rooting. I'm just ever. I'm just watching the game. So all right. Okay, right. next team, Mike. I got Jason's text. Jason, thank you. Yeah. Next up is a team in this simulation has the same projected win total as the Browns. That is the Los Angeles Chargers. How do you think they match up with Cleveland? Well, match up with Cleveland? Yeah, just I'm gonna mix like, them up are a they bit. better? Are they worse? Yeah. What do you think? How, how, and on a scale of one to ten, if you think Cleveland is X, whereas oh, we didn't Los do Angeles. that with the Chiefs. Well, you all agreed they're the cream of the crop. Yeah. Uh, how do the Chargers match up with the Browns? I think it's very close. Well, the Chargers have beaten them the last two times they've played, but they've yep. been very good games. Very good. The Browns choked that game last year, big time. Well, they choked the game in L.A. That's true. Two years, that's right. They should have won that one. Um, listen, Justin, the, the, the Chargers are another team, like the Browns, with a ton to prove. Absolutely. Justin Herbert was anointed in that top group of quarterbacks – and unlike the rest of the top group of quarterbacks, he hasn't won a single game that's mattered. Zero playoff wins in three years in the league. Now, is it all his fault? Of course not. He poured, How many points did he put up in that playoff game against Jacksonville? Would they have 35? I think it was 27-30 was the final score. But okay. It was well, certainly enough points to win a playoff Right, game. but you could also argue, well, as his defense was collapsing, maybe he should have been able to score one more touchdown in the second half. Facts. When you're that great a quarterback, you've got to be able to do that. It was 31-30, by the way, 31-30. Yeah, Austin Eckler, to me, one of the most underrated backs in the league. I think he's a very good player. He's not like a monster between the tackles, but he's a great pass catcher. Mike Williams and the underrated, another speaking of underrated, still good, even though he's old, Keenan Allen in L.A. I mean, they're a really good team. I don't love their coach. I think they're neck and neck with the Browns, but I'm leaning towards picking the Browns as a playoff team and having the Chargers out, so... I guess I'll put the Browns just ahead of the Chargers. I got the Browns ahead of the Chargers, um, and here's why. Um, you guys brought up uh, the point. They they choked the game away last year with Jacoby Brissett. The year before, um, if he just hits <laughs> – if he hits Odell Beckham Jr. a few more times, they win that, that game. He was wide open. They, they kind of threw that one down the drain a little bit. And when I look at it, I think that the Browns' defense is upgraded. I think Austin Eckler is a nice back. Um, you know, Mike Williams, you know, he's, I always seem to end up with him on my fantasy team and I hate it. I don't know why mm -hmm. he's just so up and down. He's very boomer, bust. very, yeah, very yeah. boomer bust. Uh, but I, I just like the Browns defense better. I like the Browns offense a little bit better. Um, uh, I think they are neck and neck, but I think that Deshaun Watson again. Now the Chargers defense is more proven it than the Browns defense. Yes. They, they, they've yeah. proven it more. Yeah. But. Now, that I, I like the fact that the Browns have added pieces. I think the Browns have one, one of the best defensive lines. And I just think Deshaun Watson, this, this is the game, one of the games of the people that you look at Herbert versus Watson, and, you, and, and, and if Watson is back, you'll start to hear see people say, well, is Justin Herbert really better than Deshaun Watson? I don't know, because, you know, look the way Watson is playing. So I got to project that I like the Browns better than Chargers. These are the types of games that are coin toss, and a good quarterback can win you yeah. that game. Right? Now, they're not playing each other. No, I know. Mind, but we're, yeah. yeah, but I'm just saying, like, the Browns lost those games to the Chargers because of the quarterback play, really, in essence, Yeah. in both of those years, and the Chargers had the better quarterback. So the Browns, theoretically, should be better. But real quick, I want to mention, we've talked about this projection. So Austin Mock is our guy at the NFL, our, our, our guy at the Athletic, who does runs this NFL betting model. And he did, like, 10,000 
uh, simulations. Thank you, simulations of the season, and it came out with um, an average win total for each team. And so this is why I just sent to Mikey. He had the Chiefs number one in the AFC at twelve wins. The Bills were second at ten point seven. The Ravens third, stunning at ten point seven. So I guess tied. Broke. Bills and Ravens tied. Yeah, at ten point seven. The Bengals were fourth at ten and a half. Jaguars fifth at nine point nine. And then the Jets, Browns, and Chargers tied at nine point one for sixth, seventh, and eighth. So according to those projections, one of those three teams obviously are out. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think. And then the Dolphins are right there as well at nine. So yeah, three I teams mean, the, at nine point one. We've talked the about Dolphins that a nine. lot. The Jets, right. the Browns, the Chargers, and the Dolphins. Probably two of those four teams get in. And we're going to get to those. And teams I've been leaning towards the Browns and the Jets as the two. But. Well, and to your, I don't know if I'm going out of order, stealing yeah. Mike's thunder here, but you've been down on the Steelers all yeah. summer, and this projection has them. This simulation has them at eight point three which would be Tomlin's first losing season, and, and that has them 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11th oh. in the AFC behind okay. Tennessee. I, I, wow, behind Tennessee. Which goes to show, yeah. no matter how you want to slice and dice it, the AFC top to bottom is unprecedentedly loaded mm-hmm. this season. Yeah, you could argue it's the greatest collection of quarterbacks in one conference ever. 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 Yeah. And Peyton Manning and Tom Brady played together with – with Philip Rivers and 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 Big Ben and Big Ben, but I mean the quality of quarterbacks in the AFC right now. Is Twelve insane. teams with eight wins or more, and I mean you know, right? That's basically five hundred. I know. Yeah, it's I mean you got now. the two terrible teams in the in the South, right? You got uh, Houston. All four teams in the AFC North. All four teams in the AFC East, and three teams in the AFC. So they West. got. They got what? Who are the Broncos a team without eight or New England? Well, Broncos? Denver's the next team up, by the way. So let's okay. let's what Jason, do you have their What's their projection? Eight point two. Denver's eight point two. Yeah, so they're mean, right in there and Denver's their next team, but what do you think of Denver? I, I don't like Denver guys. I don't like Denver because I don't I don't I, I don't believe in Sean Payton. I don't, I don't think either. I don't think he's as good of a coach. He had a Hall of Fame quarterback and held on to him as tight as he could for right. as long as he could. And when Breeze left, Sean was right behind right, him. So right, until right. now, I'll, I'll change my if if Sean wins with Russell Wilson and turns Russell around. Yeah, you know we'll give him his credit. But until then, I think Wilson is shot, and I don't think Sean Payton's that good and, a coach. And I, he's gone in there very cocky, ripped yeah. the former coach yeah. that was there, which was which was lame, stupid. There's and, no good that yeah. can come from that. And like I like Javante Williams, but he's coming off a serious knee injury. They're wide receivers, like big names, but they've been disappointing. They've been always injured. hurt too. I don't. Like, just got injured the other day. I don't. What's uh, that? They're always hurt. Jerry Judy just yeah, got. Yeah, Jerry Judy's out. Oh, for, I didn't see that. How yeah, he got hurt again. I think he's out for a month. Oh, I didn't see that. I, I don't. I don't like their roster. No, I don't. I just don't. They're not it's bad. They're, they're not, not terrible. I, I, but. I just like their receivers. Um, you know, the kid from S- Cortland Sutton. Uh, I don't like. It. He's it's medium. They got a bunch of medium guys. They're not like right. good or bad. They don't have anybody fast or strong. Like, like I'm being real general here, but like I don't see what I'm guess I'm saying is. I don't see nobody that sticks off the page that says, I'm a playmaker, you're going to have the game plan around me, or yeah. it's going to be a problem. It's just a bunch of guys that are like, you know, just middle-of-the-road dudes that, you know, you can go in there and get a win yeah. against. And I don't like – I just don't like the the, the mix of, of, of Peyton and uh, and uh, Russ. I just don't. Do we all think they're going to be under 500? I do. Back Broncos? Yes. 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 Yeah. yeah. Okay, go ahead. All right, next up, this team only has – a very nice 6.9 projected wins. 
in the 10,000 simulation project. That is the New England Patriots. Are you guys buying they stink. Bill Belichick or no. no chance in the AFC East? No. They don't have a quarterback, and they're playing a really hard division. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. That was yeah, easy. That, I mean, they, Mac Jones stinks. Yeah. And they no, just, I, just put, I just put them out yeah. there, but I, I agree. I'm actually with you guys. Their defense no name should players. be better. They, don't they, have got, no, they do no have players. a really – Ramondre Stevenson is a, a really nice good back. back. But they won't give him the ball as much as they right, should because they, they, they like, they they like having a bunch of yeah. random guys get touches too for no reason. They got nothing special at wide receiver, nothing special at tight end. They stink. Go ahead. I'm with you. Okay, next up, a team that is just below – the Browns, the Browns at 9.1, the Miami Dolphins at 9.0. How do the Browns stack up against the Dolphins? I mean, I like the Chargers. They're on the same plane of teams. I mean, 9.1 and 9.0 is hard, right. hardly a difference there. It's hard to it's hard to take the Browns over the Dolphins. The Dolphins absolutely whipped their ass last yeah, yeah, year. Yeah. Destroyed. Like, one of the most embarrassing games this with season. With them, is Tua stay healthy? Right. And is the guy we saw last year when he was healthy, is that the real deal? Because... You know, they got two of the best receivers in the league. I don't like their – I was surprised that they didn't go after Dalvin Cook yeah. or they didn't go after uh, Jonathan Taylor. Maybe they did. You they know, were one of the teams that did call. Yeah, Jonathan but like they didn't – I would give up a first-round pick for Jonathan Taylor if I'm Miami. In right? a second. They, in a second. Their backfield is going to be a combo of Raheem Mostert, um, Jeff Wilson – and the kid they drafted, Devin. A-Chain from Texas A-Chain. A&M. Who's like, my guy, by the way? It's my guy. They don't want to run the ball anyway. But you want to have the threat at least, no? They, they don't even, they're not even going fake in front with you. They, yeah. want, they want to throw this right. I the, hear you, but two ain't Mahomes. If two goes down, you still have a chance with, with Jonathan Taylor and those receivers. Hey, look. If two I, goes down now, you don't have a chance. Right. Hey, look, I, I didn't say that was a smart move to throw yeah. the ball every uh, play. That's uh, just, just what they do. Their defense wasn't very good last year. They Jalen Ramsey's out for a while. I think they try to bolster their their back with that. You know, um, I like uh, I like Jalen Phil, uh, Phillips at, at, at end. Uh, I, I think last year the Dolphins beat the brakes of, out of us because uh, it, it, at that point in time the roster and defense was just it was terrible. You, they could run the ball and pass the ball when they wanted. Then you look at the guy. You, you know, you, you got your quarterback in the situation. Where Jacoby Brissett wasn't a guy that was going to be able to bring you back after you're down 17 points. I think that game got away from him, uh, and that was a game if you remember. They did that all off of a bye. The Browns had a week to prepare yep, for them, yeah. yep. and they smoked them like that. And they threw up like bull. Oh yeah, everywhere. <laughs> Chicken grease, <laughs> nasty corner on the cob, koala vomit oh, everywhere. Koala vomit. Ooh, that's a new level. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm down. I'm not high on the Dolphins. I think they're like an eight, nine, nine, and eight team this year to me. I think. I mean, I don't think they're that far from the Browns, but I think the Browns are better. I think the Browns will have a better record than the Dolphins. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, there's a super chat from Always Balling Seven who yeah. just wanted us to know that Jalen Waddle was involved in those trade discussions, which is why Miami had no interest. Well, in I wouldn't do that. I don't know that that's true. Well, no legitimate source put that out there. I agree. I'm, I'm just wanted to read the super chat. Yeah, read that's super that's chat. that was put out by that clown. I'm not even gonna say his name who retweets everything. And I don't know who you're talking. I don't about. know if that's. I don't there was no name. way in hell. Hell would freeze over before the Browns. I mean, the but Dolphins it, traded Jim And I'd say there's no way that guy that. actually happened, but the Colts are run by such idiots between Jim Irsay and Chris that Ballard. Maybe they really did ask for it, yeah. That they don't know what they're doing, which makes me think, like, by the way, let me give you some advice. Stay away from Anthony Richardson in uh, fantasy leagues. 
We're trying to teach Bull how to look into the right camera. Stay away from Anthony Richardson in Fantasy League. Bull looks at himself Stay in the TV monitor. Away. Yeah, the camera. you got to move Why? the monitor. Just don't give Bull an option. He's, Put the yeah. monitor Why? behind he's, the camera. He's the number one rushing option on the goal line. Why would you take Anthony Richardson? Because their offense is going to be so bad, and he's going to turn the ball over a ton as a rookie. They have a bad offensive line. Right. They have no running back. So he's going to have the ball either running or passing every play. I think they're going to get killed off. What if it's a dynasty league? We should do it. Oh, dynasty. a dynasty league. Yeah, we should do a dynasty. I'm in one league. dynasty league. I think. But them. we we should. Do, our league should be a dynasty. We should, why not? That's really complicated. Why? I mean, we barely should, have people that know how to play regular fantasy. Yeah, well, yeah. you let's don't. You it, don't. The, the, the fantasy IQ is not up where it needs to be. I don't know be. if we have a high fantasy IQ. In this, <laughs> we got a couple more teams I want to get to. This yeah. is one of the teams that in Jason's mock simulation, and I say Jason, it's not actually. Yeah, I had nothing to do with this. Yeah, but. The Buffalo Bills, 10.7 projected wins. Are Everybody's you guys down confident on the, that Buffalo's I, still in that same tier with KC and Cincinnati, or do you think they've taken a step back? I, I think they're right there. I'd put them third of the three, but I, I, I think people are too down on Buffalo this year. You know, maybe because they've It lost, does feel like it's swung too far. Right? Like the they were way. getting maybe a little overhyped for a couple of years, and now it's like, we got to push them down. And normally, that's when they show. That's when that team yeah, right? arrives, right? Now like, they haven't done it. You know, they've won some playoff games. It's not like the Chargers, right? But they've never won that. Oh, now they're this another level playoff I, game. I actually think the Browns. If you ask me, they match up the best against the Bills, right? The Bills. The Bills are the most predictable between uh, the Bengals and the Chiefs. Um, they have the most. The most animosity on the roster. Like, if Stefan Diggs does not get the ball a hundred times, I he feel like pissed. he yeah. just gets mad. Like, they don't have a running game. Uh, Josh Allen will turn the ball over, right? He'll throw two, three picks. He let, he let the league in interceptions. And they use him way too much in the run game. Yeah, Singletary's not on the team anymore, by the way, Mike. Yeah, he's not there. Von Miller is hurt. Mike, uh, Devin, Devin Singletary not on the team anymore. Mike's locked into something. Singletary is not on the team anymore. Yeah. No, James it's, Cook's their starting running back. Yeah. So, so you when I'm looking at them, if they got to play the if they got to play, you know, the, the the Bills, I'm I like the matchup because I just think the Browns match up better defensively now. Um, they can move the ball and they can use the running the ball control game. I like I like the Browns' chances against the Bills better than the uh, Bengals and the Chiefs. They were in that game last year. That yeah. was the weird game in Detroit. Yeah, I don't remember a lot of the details, but I remember I was there. But I, I they were in it like they were right there, competitive with Buffalo yeah. until the end. Two busts on the goal line. Tyvis, I think Tyvis really cleared up both of those. He That's did. the game I wrote. They had to fire. Like, that was it. It's time It's time to fire right. Joe Woods. Yeah. They could get lined SDC. up. They Obviously, Josh Allen's a great player. Yes. He takes, you know, he, he but. He does but turn it over they, too much. He turns it over too much, and they put too much on him. You know, they. Now, Another I, team that could use Jonathan Taylor. What'll be interesting yeah. is they just, they drafted uh, a tight end in the first round whose name's escaping me right now. And tight ends don't often make an impact as rookies. Uh, Dalton Kincaid, by the but way. But everybody's really high on this guy. They think because like they don't have a second pass catcher that's a that's very good. Uh, and they a lot of people think he's going to be like make an impact as a rookie. So yeah. that'll be something to keep an eye on. The Bills are still really good. Yes, and they're a team that's proven they can win a lot of games and and at least win a playoff game every year. Go ahead, Mike. 
Uh, Mary Kay, by the way, just tweeted out 26 seconds ago, Denzel Ward still in concussion protocol, will not practice today. So that's a situation we will monitor. Okay. As we you don't start really forward. worrying until early next week, but they're... Just, uh, just want to throw it out there. Yeah. No, but hey, before we do our next team, yeah. I got to get a read in real quick. So if you guys don't mind, let me remind everybody that if you are looking for Browns gear this upcoming season, the only place... To shop for Browns gear is fanatics.com slash UCSS. If you use that link, fanatics.com slash UCSS, get all the same deals you would normally on Fanatics. You just help us out on the back end. You get elf gear just like G. Bush's rocking hats, sweatshirts, jerseys, T-shirts, long sleeves, whatever you need. You can find it at fanatics.com slash UCSS. That's where I got this at, Fanatics. It's beautiful. I actually bought some stuff the other day there, and they're pretty damn good deals. Next team, Bull. The yes. New York Jets. That's and the it. graphics this, this you guys see for everyone saying this that's not accurate, the graphics are last year's leaders. So you're going to see Zach Wilson on no, this No, I graphic. didn't say it was inaccurate. I was just saying. No, no, I, I know. Yeah. I'm just, we had some people in chat being like, he's not there. And we understand. This was yeah, last year's Yeah, all right. Sorry. Leaders, so. this I, threw is, you, I threw you guys under the bus. This is the team right here. Uh, the Jets are fascinating. They're, they're, I, they're very much like the Browns. It's like you don't know what to expect from the quarterback. Yep. It's for different reasons. He's old. Um, but... The Jets, if you look at their skill positions, they are loaded with talent. Okay? They don't really have much at tight end. They have two, like, okay guys. But you got Brees Hall. Who's, he's coming off an injury, but he's practicing. And Dalvin Cook, as I mean, yeah, that's the best one-two punch in the NFL, probably. Yeah, yeah. I take that over. Assuming they're healthy. I, I don't know that both are 100% healthy. But if Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall are healthy... That's the best one-two punch in the NFL. You got one better? Unquestioned, better, I don't think. Better than yeah. Green Bay. Absolutely. Which has a good one-two punch. That's the best one-two punch. Garrett Wilson was phenomenal as a rookie, playing with garbage quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. He's going to be even better. They brought in um, Alan Lazard, who has developed under Aaron Rodgers. They have that chemistry already. McCall Hardman. They got I mean, yep. McCall Hardman's not that good. but, but, but It's a they, speed threat. He, he, but he's a deep threat. Yeah, he's a th- that's the Aaron Rodgers. That is the the yep. uh, that he, they keep one of those dudes. Yeah, um, what's the what's the kid from Kentucky? I can't. Uh, gosh, it's gonna it's gonna mess me up if I can't remember it. Don't know. Oh my god, uh, Cobb. He's the Randall Cobb. Mm. He, he they keep. Is one it of Randall them. Cobb there too? Yeah, they actually have Randall Cobb too. <laughs> yeah, they, Rand, they brought in Randall Cobb. He's the most Randall Cobb except for Randall Cobb. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. He's right. Randall Cobb two point But. But, you know, there are some question marks on their offensive line. But, again, it comes down to, is Aaron Rodgers still a Pro Bowl caliber player? If he is, then the Jets, like the Browns, I think will go to the playoffs. If he's not, they won't. It's really that simple. It's interesting because Aaron Rodgers clearly showed signs of decline last year. Yes. However, I thought Tom Brady did in his last year in New England. And then he was rejuvenated being on a new team with better receivers, and he played like a, a, an MVP again. Will Rodgers do the same thing? It's only two years ago that he won the MVP. Rodgers in decline is still a really good quarterback. Yeah. But he was middle of the road last year. Yes, he was. But Now, he, I, I'm, not, I'm saying he could bounce back and be a top 10 guy again he's this still, year. He, he's still going to be in decline, but Rodgers in decline could still be better than most of the quarterbacks. Certainly better than the what the Jets had last year. 100%. But the Jets didn't win a lot. The Jets won less games than the Browns last the year. The problem with the Jets is they play in a sneaky, tough division, too. Bills are good. Yeah. But Dolphins, it's not as good as the North. Not as good as the North, but Bills and Dolphins are good. Yeah. And, and the Patriots will sneak up and beat one of those teams that they sure. shouldn't. So, 
you know, they, they play in one of those divisions. That's the uh, that's the, the key thing with them. Yeah. And if Rodgers can be 80%, 85% of what they are, that's still pretty good if they got a running game. If they consistent with the yeah. run game, run the play action off that, don't put them in shotgun too much and, yeah. and throw the ball 40 times, they got a good roster, man. Yeah. Uh, Hall and Cook can both catch the ball out of the backfield, too. They they should be pretty good. If, if Rodgers is good, they'll be a good team. I expect them to make the playoffs. I, I, you know, that's my expectation. Yes or no answer before we get to our last two. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. They finish with the same record or do the Browns finish with a better record? Then or the, there's three options, better, worse, or same. Then the, the Jets. Then the Jets. It's tough because I, I didn't North see the Jets. I want to see the Jets schedule. I don't know their schedule. I want to say it's the same, but they but they actually finish higher because they do better in their division. They also have a head-to-head week 17. That's going to be huge. December 28th. It's a Thursday night game. That's going to be prime huge. time. That's that that that's going to be good. that's going to be a playoff implicated game. Yeah. Uh, you would think. Like that that, that game could is, be last one in time. Yeah, that, yep. I just, Damn it. All right, you ready? Jet schedule quickly? Yeah, yeah. quickly. Week 1. Bills at home. Okay. They got the Bills at home. Hey, yeah. run through this quick because we got a bunch of stuff to do. Week so. two at the Cowboys. Week three, Jets at home. Week four, Chiefs at home. Ooh. Some tough games, but three home games. At the Broncos. Eagles at home. At the Giants. Chargers at home. I'll take the Browns. Give me at the, Brown. the Raiders. I've at the Bills. Dolphins at home. Falcons at home. Texans at home. At the Dolphins. Commanders at home. At the Browns. Their schedule, the back end is much more favorable. They're, they have a, they got brutal, a tough start to this. Yeah. They have a brutal schedule I'll and a head to head against the Browns. Yeah. They seem very similar to the Browns, but a tough start. It gets a little easier towards yeah. the end. But those two teams are going to be right yeah. neck and neck. We have two more teams. Yeah. Jacksonville, which in the projected simulations. 9.8 wins to Cleveland's Jackson, 9. I don't. I think Jacksonville's too high. They, they're in a, they're going to fall off. They, their division stinks. I know their division's terrible. I know. But I just don't like that team. I'm not as high See, on I'm them. high on Jacksonville. They got – their wide receiving core is really good and underrated. Who they got? Kirk, Zay, Zay – Calvin Ridley now. I mean, now he hasn't Ridley. played for two years. They have Ridley, Chris, Christian but Kirk. They got Ridley, Kirk, and Zay, Zay Jones. Zay Jones. Jones. Well. Uh, They've track. got a nice backfield with Etienne and Tank Bigsby. Uh, Ingram's a really good tight end. More of a receiver than a traditional tight end. Jacksonville feels like Cleveland 2021 to me. Yeah, but here's the difference. Cleveland 2021 had played a good division. The Jaguars don't. Yeah, I know. I know. If they were in another division, I'd be with you. But this division is so bad, I'll be stunned if they don't win their division. Can I be honest? I'm buying all the Jacksonville stock. Me too. All of it. I'm all in on Jacksonville. I think Trevor Lawrence is special. Yeah, I do too. And... The addition of Calvin Ridley, even it takes him a little bit to get going. 
I'm buying all the Jack. I think Jacksonville's gonna be really freaking good this year. I'm like, not really, buying really Jacksonville. You had, if I you had to take, take a step back. if you had to take Lamar Jackson or Trevor Lawrence, rest of their career, who are you taking? Trevor Lawrence. I don't, uh, you can only even finish that sentence. I'm taking yeah, Trevor Lawrence. I'm taking Lawrence. You guys. I'm not as high on Lawrence as you guys, but I would probably still take him over I, Lamar. I have to because he's younger, but well, he's not that much younger. Well, how, how? Only a couple years. Lamar's way younger than you think he is. Yeah. How old is he? Lamar Jackson. Oh, I need a second hand to type. Yeah. Look Lamar's look. only 26. He's been mm. in the league for – this is going his fifth year. He's only 26 years old. Mm. And Trevor Lawrence is – Trevor's 23. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is young too, but – Yeah, but it's not a huge difference. <laughs> um, I would – if you ask me for one year, I'm taking Lamar Jackson. If you ask me for the rest of his career, I would probably take Trevor Lawrence. Steve Becker just asked a good question. Lawrence or Herbert? Lawrence or Herbert. Herbert. Hey, come on. I know Herbert. I, I'd still take I, Herbert. I, I know Herbert. I know he was a little down on him, but come on, man. Justin Herbert That's over. a tough one. I think most people would take Herbert. I would take Lawrence. I think you're golden with either one. Yeah, but if, if you, I had you to pick, choose. I'd go with Herbert. But I, I get it. Most I people would pick Herbert. Herbert's yeah. probably the right choice. Obviously, he's more proven than after, Lawrence. But after this year, I, I, I'm just waiting on people Remember, to have to say, Who's better, Watson or, or yeah, hopefully, hopefully, Watson yeah. or Lawrence? Remember, though, like Lawrence was as big a prospect coming out of college as anybody. Oh, for sure. Ever. And Urban Meyer effed him up and effed that whole team up for one year. To me, I throw that whole season out the window. Yeah. Uh, last team, real quick. We'll go through this one quick because I don't think anyone's going to say they're on the same level as the Browns. But Tennessee, they were in the they're same garbage. realm garbage. on this projection. But you guys don't think Tennessee is <laughs> they're in the same garbage conversation. Well, by the way, that's a trap game. Tennessee versus the Browns is a trap game on that schedule. They play hard every year. All right. They, they, yeah. They, I don't think they're garbage. They just don't have a quarterback. But they're well coached. 5-12. and 12. They got a lot of talent outside of quarterback. But I take Cleveland to win. If, and if Derrick Henry goes over a cliff this year, yeah. forget about it. Yeah. I, I just drafted Derrick Henry where they had. I don't think he's going to go off the cliff this year, but it's coming. I mean, but it, I, I mean, I just, in my heart, I'm like, I think he's the, got one the, more big year. The year I pick Derrick Henry is the year yeah. he gets 900 yards and four touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cade York lining up for a 48-yarder uh, week three. No. It's coming. Can't happen. It's coming. Go ahead, Mike. We're going to move on in a sec. I did ask the YouTube chat of all the teams we're speaking of, who do you think is the most direct threat to the Browns' playoff chances? So who could it come down to for that last spot potentially? 53% said the Jets. Everything else was kind of scattered around. They were higher on the Dolphins than the Chargers, but the Jets, oh. the primary team they're looking at as the direct. This could be the team, either us or what them. What options did you give? Miami, Chargers, and Jets. I, I think I agree with that. I, w- I would flip-flop Miami and the Chargers. I think the Jets won, Chargers two, Miami three. That's for me. The Jets had 53, and then the other two were close. So... They're, they're I believe whenever we make official predictions for the season, I don't know if we're going to do it. We're going to do it next week. I, I, I'm leaning towards the Browns as the sixth seed, the Jets as the seventh seed, the Chargers as the eight and out, and the Dolphins as the nine and out. We will do that next week before the start of the season, I promise. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.